there, partner. What up? Let's Gucci. Um, we're back. Here it is. Um, sorry, Boogie, that's my bad. I fucking, I thought I sent it. Um, oh, you're good. What's up? What your boys been up to? A lot of school. Yeah, a lot of school. Kev, what about you? I see you got the Tony Ferg. You didn't take down uh, the poster oh. after <laughs> after what recently happened. You said, let's let it roll, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's Tony Ferg, the fighter, you know. Stuff would happen. I mean, thank goodness he's okay, and everyone else was because it sounded like it was a pretty, pretty gnarly thing. Like tuck, or excuse me, a truck tipped over. Um, yeah, I saw someone so, say he tried to Imanari roll the truck. It was probably oh, the greatest geez. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> goodness gracious, <laughs> only works for a guy like Tony. Yeah, that exactly. Line. But uh, but no, other than that, yeah, I mean, echoing Bug, just in a different style of school over here. But yeah, man, just had a, a pretty solid day had a game that can ride out for all classes like grade wise what are we talking it's called speedway so pretty much what i do is set up a cone track on our court Mm -hmm. and you got to go in twos so i tell everyone twos everyone's trying to milk it to threes i'm like (laughs) no this game's only twos because this is for the style of what we got to do so everyone goes to twos and so they each run two laps but one goes first, then they tag the other guy in. So the one guy goes one, three, other guy goes two, two four. four. And then I'm looking to see who's done at the end. Like when you're done, you take a knee by your cone. So I know. So if I see two people on a knee quick, that's how I know you're the winner. So yeah. And I had it with fifth grade. At the end of it though, I had two bags of gummy worms. Ooh. So I was, I, uh, top, top time for boy, top time for girl. They just ran separate heats. I just said the winner of each of these is going to win a bag of gummy worms. So, yeah, it was fun. I mean, they were all into it. They actually, like, stayed quiet in their spots. They never interfered with anybody. It was one lap, just one time trial. I just had my t- phone for the clock. But, God damn. yeah, kids got into that, and they were, like, wanting to do it again. I'm like, nah. we're set for the rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. That's perfect. Keep yep. them, keep Lock them on more. And the gummy worms, oof, that's, that's, yep. a, that's a great Got treat. a ton of bags of them, too. It was a uh, teacher appreciation week. Mm-hmm. So apparently somewhere I wrote down, I liked gummy worms <laughs> and I'm kid you not, man. I've got just the seven 11 stock sizes, but like 50 wow. bags, dude. Oh my God. No, I'm not even joking. It's wow. insane. Yeah. What? So they're just going to be prizes, a couple in the pocket, but I'm looking to dish most of those for <laughs> games for sure. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, Love that book. How's school going? You're fucking, why you got what? Two weeks, three weeks left? Something like that? You're almost at no, finals? I'm uh, I'm dead day tomorrow. Oh, shit. So, uh, oh, my yeah. God. Let's go. So, yeah, I've been having, so I had presentations. I had one Tuesday. It actually worked out well. One Tuesday, one Thursday, one yesterday, and one today. God. So I've just been kind of rolling through presentations and speeches. Um, it's got to be a relief yeah. to get those done with, though. That's like the yeah. worst. Would you rather be taking tests or giving presentations? Definitely presentations, even like over like essays. Like for one of the classes, I have to still have to write an essay, but like two of the classes, like I just have to write like a final reflection paper. So like I'm sitting pretty in like three classes, two classes. I'm just looking to get a C probably, yeah, that's, um, but we'll see. Easy money there, though. But yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm feeling real good about 
where I'm at. Fuck yeah. And then how yeah. uh, how long until summer classes do you have off? Is it like a two-week gap or is it? Uh, I think one of them is pretty short. I think one of them starts in May, Mm -hmm. and the one June should June to July, just one month. I think like four or five weeks. So, um, yeah. So one, I'll have like two different blocks. But yeah, one of them lasts all summer. That's not bad at all. Um, and then Kev, you said you were fucking doing a yearbook. You're you're sending in the yearbook page, and I said, let's talk about yearbook. Say, what are you doing for the yearbook? Are you uh, just have what are you doing for like the PE section? Yeah, I mean, I guess because I don't. I told like my I was I just I don't have any pictures of them. You know, like I don't like Thank when God. I do it in class. But then I just had to make sure I had some photos though, or something like that. Right. So right. a couple like just people like hooked me up with the photos and I was like, all right, I just sent them to make sure it was all good. But yeah, no, I don't have to like edit the page or anything. I just oh, needed I to give them the content it. and they'll just, Oh yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I just needed to. Yeah. I'm only 50% of the party, baby. Just yeah. there that. we go. Book, did you uh, ever have Cassetti? Were you in your book or was he gone? Uh, no, I was in um, photography with him oh, and uh, shout out Jayland. We were in the same class fifth period. Aaron, Aaron Haley, uh, <laughs> J Flow is in the first week and then moved classes, bitch. Boo. But shout out, happy birthday! Oh yeah, that's right. I just texted. We're recording that, this on his birthday, May 9th. But uh, yeah, um, it was I, I had him his last. I think it was his last year. But uh, yeah, it was awesome. But I had yearbook my senior year uh, with a woman named Miss Walters, and she was just as lovely as they come. Oh so really? I was gonna say loved every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Cassetti's a legend. I mean, anybody who went, I didn't even have the guy and he was always just like fucking harassing me and giving me shit. Just like the funniest (laughs) dude ever. Um, but yeah, Kev, when, uh, the yearbooks came around and it was time to sign them, did you, uh, were you a hags guy or did you, uh, (laughs) did you have a message wrote in there where you just like write your name and be done with it? I would range between all three, depending wow. on who's giving me the book. <laughs> wow. You know? Who is the so if it's someone very, true, who, like, very true. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, if if I'm, like, we're not even in the same class or something like that, and you're just kind of coming up to me, yeah, I might just dash my name in there or something, or I have no idea. But, like, i throw a couple hags, and then for sure, like, if it was one of my friends who, like, actually came up, and, like, if you look in his page, he's got, like, little, like, good amount of scribbles, I'm like, yeah, dude, you're getting a good really? little piece. Oh, yeah, I would give a couple sentences for sure. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, lunch, recess, basketball, football <laughs> games, knowing you were my first pick and how many games we won together? <laughs> Come awesome. on, man. We're going to get some scribbles. Hundo P, dude. That is really good. Um, yeah. Boog, what about you? Were you uh, a big asking everybody for, for the uh, autograph? trying to get all uh, the uh, older kids honestly, to sign it d- stuff. It depends it depend on the year. Um like I like have I have a bunch of yearbooks. I think I missed like probably like one or two ever. But uh it was like I have like it was always like um I have like a couple signatures. <laughs> you good fam? <laughs> I have a couple sig I have like a couple signatures and then like one year and have like a lot and then stuff like that. But uh like the paragraphs like that didn't really come to high school like later on. But uh yeah. yeah, I honestly, you know what I always did? What? I don't know why I was, I was really weird. This is how fucking bored I always was. <laughs> I, I would just sit and go through 
Taylor, Travis, and Todd's view book, mainly Todd. I would just go through oh. it all day and read and the read the people's shit. stuff that they wrote and like that or just oh, yeah. like look at the pictures yeah that's the both, best part both. the best part of the yearbook is what seeing other people wrote and like your brothers yeah. and shit it is so <laughs> cringeworthy looking back god damn um but yeah i i was never a big like as soon as i hit middle school i was like get the yearbook throw it in the backpack bring it home day one leave them leave them pristine Wow. And you could photocopy these in, in 40 years and uh, they'd be time capsules. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just was never a, never a Siggy guy. And then when people ask for mine, I just, just write first, last name. Kind of a Siggy guy, you know what I mean? But not, <laughs> not a signature. Um, nah, but uh, I just write first and last name and I give it back to people and they would be so rattled that I didn't like write a message or anything like that. I'm like, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not leaving my phone number on here for you to text me during the summer. Like, nah, that's not what it is. Um, but God, yearbook so good. Um, I remember, uh, I'm sure book you heard about it. Our, I think it was my junior year. Uh, legend Connor Paradiso. Wait, was it? Or I think it might've been your sophomore year because Todd oh, you're was right. senior. You're, yeah, Todd, yeah, yeah. Todd was, was a big part he of it. was the part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Todd was like the editor in chief or like one of the main editors yeah. of the whole yearbook, which is beside me. Uh, that is crazy. <laughs> uh, whoever let that guy get control, but, uh, the legend Connor Paradiso, uh, in the water polo pit, Kev, he pulled out his nut and let one of his nuts hang out of his speedo and didn't say oh. anything and just took the picture and like, they put the yearbook together. They printed them. No one saw it. I mean, why would you expect that, right? There's no way you're thinking <laughs> someone pulled out a nut. But yeah. the day they were handing them out, someone saw it. And so fucking they made him go in there and take a Sharpie and Sharpie out his nut in every single every single yearbook that <laughs> went out. And then I think he got suspended. But goddamn, such a legend. And then immediately he could just lick the thumb and rub it out. And the nut came back just as quick <laughs> as it left. Uh, I mean, that is like that all time. Insane. That's like a nothing better than a prank that you just you set and let it let it linger for a while. You, you almost forget about it. And then it comes back like, Oh fuck. So worth every penny. Um, I feel like all those yearbooks, you could have just left one blank and just one, one person got, got <laughs> the magic. A good nut. Got the Willy Wonka ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the golden ticket. That is so good. Um, yeah, he could have easily, I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he was just like, I'm not fucking the guy that puts his nut in the yearbooks. Probably not the guy that's going to follow the rules when he's in trouble either. Um, but yeah, I mean, just uh instant classic, uh, did you guys ever take like yearbook photos and look just like a complete fucking dipshit in them? I, uh, I never knew when picture day was. I was always that kid that would just be like stunned when picture day was. And so the person would be like trying to comb my shitty hair and it would be like waving like grossly. And like, <laughs> oh, I've ruined so many, so many yearbook photos to the point where like I stopped taking them serious. I started like, just like mean mugging cameras and stuff. It was like, <laughs> this is not, not worth it at all. Um, my eighth grade yearbook picture, I look like a fucking, I, I don't know if 
it's not a pedophile, but I look like I maybe used meth for about five or six years. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to it. My face is beat red. I'm just like, like freaking out at the camera. Um, but great times. Good old yearbooks. Um, but uh, let's, I guess, get into it right away. NBA playoffs. Boog, you're rocking the jersey. Lake shows up 3-1. How are you feeling about this series from here on out? You think they uh, – I'm hearing people are saying they should rest guys game game five just to get it at home, game six. What are you thinking? Disagree. Um, I'm not going to say much because, you know, obviously it ain't over. But um, I was I was talking to the boy D-Roach today. And uh, we were saying, you know, we you still – play everyone and i was saying like you kind of let it fly from long early see if you can get it going see if you can just hang with them you know the warriors are going to come out with a desperation all these games um but bron said i mean they got championship dna so it ain't definitely ain't over um so yeah but if obviously like it might they probably will lose game five just like i thought they were probably going to lose game two um game six is must win i mean we can't go seven i mean it's just people know it's just you can't do it <laughs> yeah yeah i'm uh i just i like last night was crazy like honestly like it felt kind of like they didn't deserve to win in a, in a way no they didn't deserve but like but i know what you mean of, yeah i mean i don't want to blow smoke up my ass but first <laughs> half first half reeves like had like three turnovers in a row i've put in the chat with my dad tay and tom like get lonnie walker in and get no reeves way let's go fourth, <laughs> fucking fourth quarter oh lonnie the fourth <laughs> so yeah definitely was was pumped bite nails all day yeah um, but I know what you mean, though. That first half of that game was so weird because it was like neither team was playing well. It was like almost like they were both playing in slow motion. I didn't know what was going on. It just didn't look like a playoff game, honestly. Um, but love that. How was how was game two? How was the Chase Center? Amazing. Really? I mean, Chase was sick, expensive. Um, I got a, I got a double uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo uh, Trace. Uh-huh. And Pepsi. And it was forty fucking five oh. bucks. It was like, what the fuck? I was like, you're getting a four dollar tip, bitch. Like, I ain't fucking. <laughs> Literally, I would have given um, a one dollar uh, tip. Eat my ass. You're not yeah. doing anything. Yeah, but me and my dad drove up. It was crazy. Like all weekend, it's like there was like pockets of rain. Like it would be like fucking. Can't even see in front of you when you're fucking driving. Oh, coming coming home from uh, Reno, I'm like checking the weather app. I'm like fuck i think it's gonna it's gonna snow it was like up in the air it was like it's gonna snow at 11 a.m so i got out of class early after my speech driving there no nothing to go nothing going on good feeling good feeling good dense fog ahead use caution oh shit oh fuck and it was i'm like this for prime pop just fucking chugging and then uh on the way back fucking there's no snow in sight on the weather app. And of course, when I get to Truckee, fucking heavy, fucking heavy snow, but it was snowing. And, uh, shout out Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan. Uh, got me through it. I was just fucking so listening good. to that. It was 
expect. But back to game two, yeah. Me and Pops drove up, got some Cubanos from this uh, little place, oh, and they had Pibs back. So Pib? then we got, yeah, got there, got in when uh, they opened, and of course walked through the lap, then saw Braun warm up, and literally it was awesome because we were up in this upper section, but we had row eight, so we were like it was upper level was like two sections, so we were in the lower section, and then uh, but there's no one there. It was like there were a couple people. So I went down and I literally sat in the front row of the upper level oh, and just watched, watched his whole warm up and just took it in. Took a couple of videos, obviously, but like mainly took it in. And then, uh, yeah, the intros were sick. They played uh, the Imperial March, like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that like, is kind of sick. sick. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then Browning went off first half and then obviously. We all know what happened, but uh, I got this hella funny vid. I like zoomed in on Braun, like this is like literally like last time out of the game, and he's looking at a score sheet, and he rips it up, and he like literally just throws it out of the water guy's legs, and the water guy like looks down, and he just like picks it up, and he's like, <laughs> he tapped, it. he tapped on the shoulder, and he's like, my bad, bro, my bad, <laughs> and I literally have it all on camera. And I was like, oh, that's that's know. gonna be posted one awesome. of these days. That's gonna be a perfect <laughs> reply for something. Yeah. Um, that's sick, it was though. awesome. Yeah. Um, I expect it to be expensive, but fuck, that's like air pri- or airport prices. That's like, it's yeah crazy. But I guess, but they, yeah, I mean, you expect that. Exactly. They kind of got by the ball. It was real, like, you just got that civilized vibe. Like, Oracle, I didn't go there a lot, but, you know, from the TV, it was, you know, Oakland, Cali, you know, <laughs> they had a, a certain swagger to it, but Chase is like civilized. Um, yeah, that's like, I've only driven by there. I've never, never been in, but, uh, would love to go. Um, Kev, you, I know we've talked about this before, but I forget. You've been to Chase yet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what pe- people are saying. Like not a bad spot in the house. Like, it's not like, like Oracle, you could get absolutely fucked there. There's like up top was so bad. Um, but Chase, yeah, definitely want to go. Um, at Kev, what do you think for the end of the, the the dub series? You think they can pull out game five here? I would imagine so. I think just, I mean, levels of desperation, um, I think are different. I think it's can potentially catapult the Warriors. But again, man, I've been riding AD. When AD goes off, it's on. Like AD, I don't know his stat line, but it wasn't impressive in game four, right? This previous game. Yeah, it, it wasn't as bad as like game two. Okay, but still quiet. Like when he is monstrous and is like 28 and 17, the Lakers win. Yeah. Like point blank. So if Anthony Davis, like I would come out, at least if I was LA, I want Anthony Davis to get eight shots in the first quarter. Like this guy needs a rhythm, a feel, like something. Like you saw LeBron when he didn't put up a shot and the Lakers offense was okay, you know? So get ad going early i don't know like i said i'm big on anthony davis i think he controls a lot of what the lakers do in terms of just moving forward throughout the rest of the series and if they win through the rest of the playoffs so if ad comes out and they're banging early i mean if i'm there lakers are always going to go for it yeah you know if it's a close game at half or something like that you know within singles for sure probably within 12 15 like you're still going out there ready to get the dub so i think it's going to be a competitive game but yeah, I don't know. Tough. Good job for the Lakers. Hell, doesn't matter if it doesn't look good or not supposed to have it. Doesn't matter. You got it. It's playoff time. So 
you got Braun, you got AD. It's tough. It's a tough matchup for Golden State. We'll see what happens though. Yeah, and dude, they've been playing Braun at the one towards later games sometimes, and I he's so much better with the ball in his hand at all the time. Like him and Steph both, I feel like just need the ball at all. It just causes so many more open shots for their team. I feel like that's one of the reasons AD's playing a little bit better. Like obviously he's not handling it all game, but uh, it just I, I don't know. I mean, I guess same could be said for Devin Booker and KD. Having Devin Booker handle the ball all the way up the floor is causing some chaos right now. Um, those guys are actually playing, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Going to be interesting to see what the Warriors <clears throat> end up doing. Uh, I hope they go with their their original lineups, not the ones they've been fucking around with. I think their OG lineup would just just ride it out, see what happens is going to be their their key. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought. Uh, I thought the Nuggets were going to be pulling away in this series and fucking whoever won the Warriors-Lakers series with rest time, but it looks like it might be uh, the other way around. Sun's putting up a fight. Um, it's just interesting to see. Um, I'm not sure if we talked about it. Uh, what did you guys think of the Embiid MVP? I know I talked about it with Josh a little bit. You think Embiid deserved that MVP, Kev? I mean... I have to look at the stat line for yeah. him throughout, but it's just hard to deny Jokic, you know? I think there's a little piece of it that maybe didn't want to give him the third straight MVP a little bit. I mean, but again, it's it's a toss-up. I mean, both guys were deserving, you know? At the end of the day, I could see maybe why. I mean, Philadelphia's winning 3-2 in the playoffs right now. You know, they just won yeah. today. But without um, the help of Embiid, you know what I mean? They they took yeah. one without him, and that same day, Jokic goes up and wins the game for his team. It's like, I don't know. Makes yeah. you think. Um, Shout out James Harden, though, right now. Dude, balling. He's balling. Still, it, yeah, I've had a 40-piece game already in this series. But, yeah, I mean, dude's balling. Everyone thinks he's washed. It's like, come on now. I guess it's James Harden we're talking about here. This guy is a bona fide scorer. Like, I think he's still got some good legs under him. Um, I definitely do too. And I think he he's not a scorer when he's a play at a place that he doesn't want to be. You know what I mean? If he likes playing for a team, I I mean, we all saw it with Houston. Was it with Houston where he got fat as hell and he was just like gave up on life pretty much and just said, fuck it? Um Yeah. But I feel like when when he's on, yeah, he's one of the best scorers in the league, and he's got a great storyline right now. He's uh, doing, uh, he's bringing the guy from uh, God. It's so bad that I can't remember what shooting it was, but uh, from one of the mass shootings, he's bringing one of the guys uh, and and treating him well, and he's bringing him back. He brought him back today. Um, he said he's the good luck charm for the team. So, uh, hard not to root for James Harden right now, and I mean. Uh, Love the Celtics, but goddamn, it would be cool to see the uh, the process get a ring if if the Warriors or Dubs don't. I know, Book. Sorry, um, <laughs> Book. Who was your MVP vote for this year? <laughs> go, the fucking go, baby. <laughs> That's but uh, no, I mean, it's I, you see it all the time. I mean, I, I hate to like be a dead horse, but like you go back to 2018. I mean. LeBron had way better stats, played more games than James Harden. I mean, was deservingly the MVP, but Harden hadn't won one. And that's just 
kind of how the voters work. They're they're human beings just like us, so right. they're going to lean one way. So I think they both deserved it. Like, what, did Jokic have better stats than he did, like, his other two MVP years? Wasn't that one I of think, the cases? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like – and he was the best player on the number one team in the West. Like, that counts for something. But, I mean, Embiid had a good year, so – I think he, that was funny. He deserved it. So, yeah. but it's, it doesn't hold the same stat, the kind of status as it once did. Like, there's no more like big press conference. There's no, you know, big thing anymore. So, yeah. No, I totally feel it. And it, Jokic even said, like, I don't care about winning it. And I feel like when guys are saying that, it kind of says a lot about it. Um, but uh, who would you want the Lakers to play out of the East? You got to pick one of the teams out of the East. Who would you want the Lakers to play? Is there someone that matches um, best with them or, I, I guess, worst? I mean, you know me. I always want the big matchups, so I, I want the Celtics. Cause <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all, everyone knows that bullshit fucking game. Fucking. <laughs> I want revenge, man. And who doesn't want Celtics fucking Lakers? I was so. going to say, that's history. And that's that's a huge part of history for LeBron. If LeBron can get part of a Lakers-Celtics fucking, I mean, uh, championship, that's like, that's literal history book stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, that would be sick. Um, do you, Now, the other thing I want to talk about with Braun is Brawny commit to USC. How how are you feeling about that? You think yeah. that's the, you think that's the right Getting call? Jers? Oh, Kev, I forgot you're the USC <laughs> guy. You rock the sweatshirt. <laughs> Shit. Uh no, I will not be getting any jerseys or anything like that. Oh, you got uh, it. No chance. But <laughs> I'm not surprised that USC at least stayed in the running as long as they did. I don't know if ultimately if he was gonna go maybe to a blue blood, you know, a more right. you know. A little more bigger known basketball school, so to speak, but I mean, a lot of a lot of outside opportunities staying in LA, um, you know. So I think that probably played a good, you know, advantage for him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, USC's got a hell of a class coming in, though. I mean, yeah. this team could be a pack to how at least excuse me a pack twelve contender, you know, trying and for for sure, hopefully a tournament team. But we'll see. Plus, with transfer portal too. I mean, you throw a good class in with transfer portal guys, like you can get pretty good pretty quick. So we'll see how see how it goes. Yeah, and that's the next thing I was going to ask. Book, do you think Brawny going to USC gets people from the transfer portal now that they know, shit, we got I, – you know Braun's going to be not, not coaching, but he's going to be putting everything that he can into that program, you know. So do you think guys are going to be going there as a, that as a path, you know, almost like a G League team? 100%. I'll give you an example. I was literally driving <laughs> up here, and I forget what song it was. But, uh, I mean, it was a Drake song, but like the title, because obviously you know what goes on before this pod. But uh, <laughs> it's like Sarah, it was – Fuck, I forget. But Sarah Karen in par- parking lot, like he brings it up, like that's like, like he like says something about the crowd and Sarah Karen in parking lot. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. But God. uh, yeah. Um. So obviously, just right. There, I mean, you got Drake rapping about a high school that Bronny's going to. I mean, they got freaking sweatsuits with the Bron emblem emblem right there. I mean, Kevy. There he is. 
Chrome just shut down. I thought all of us went out. Oh. Just me. No, you're you just can't. talking about Caleb Love dropping yeah. up Bronny after a game winner. Oh, Caleb Love, the guy who just transferred to Michigan, the guard. He used to play for North Carolina. No. Oh, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, oh, <laughs> Caleb Williams the quarterback. There you go. Yeah. On me, on me. Um. But yeah, and it, that I feel like they're going to get at least one, two guys in there, and they're going to be a legit team. Um, now, do you, did Brawny sign an NIL deal? Did that come up? I didn't see. I didn't see that at all. So, did it come out it's how much he got of record? Yeah, yeah, it's like just under number one, right? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that's why. I mean, at USC, it could be a big part of it to where he's at. Yeah, he got like a five point eight, five point nine mil. And I this is a Fast and Furious commercial. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Family. 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 <laughs> um, that's, that's wild, though. 5.8. And so, okay, so you're in college and you get 5.8 mil. What do you, what's, what are you doing first? What's the first step to, I mean, are you getting your own place out there or what's own the place, deal? own car? <laughs> oh, and you know, Bronny loves them blonde bitches. <laughs> oh man. That's oh, I found a perfect clip for this episode. <laughs> uh, be Jamal Murray. If y'all know what it is. Uh, <laughs> Oh shit! Oh god! <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you get a, a house and a car, and you still have millions left over. I, that's just—it's so crazy to me. Um, are you? Let's say there's not a guy on the team with an NIL deal. Are you just taking him under your wing and just saying, for, like, a guy that you like, one of your boys, and just bringing him in rent free, living at the place, and letting it go? Is he a teammate or just yeah, a outside? I mean, either or. Fuck it. Yeah. I was going to say, I pretty much be either or. If I was tight with him and I could house him. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, let's do this. And I felt like that's kind of what Braun did. Built his empire, you know what I mean? Took care of all the guys back then and just rode with them all the way through. Um, so sick. Um, and now, do you think they end up... What What's a better story? Them playing together in the NBA or against each other? Both. I'd probably say with each other. With each other? Yeah, I mean, you both. get to – yeah, I mean, both would be good. I mean, with each other, as a fan, you now have a chance to see 82 games together versus if they go opposite, it could be two or four times a year, which could make it a little more exciting to right, see. Right, I was going to say it's a little but, bit more of a draw at that point, I yeah, guess. But over 82, like, you could see, like, 12 games of, like, some cool shit that, you know, maybe both of them could do together. So you might get more – over the volume, right? Then maybe you couldn't just a flash moment. Yeah, but, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You get those kind of like, uh, like the Griffey moments, like the back to back. You don't get that kind of shit if they're they're playing against each other, unless fucking Brawny hits a chair or goes a fast break, and Braun hits him with a pin on the goddamn. That shit would be crazy. And just um, stares him down. Yeah, no, I just on the court, just staring down his side. So sick. Um. Yeah, Braun's gonna be one of those guys that he's he's gonna be in the league as long as he fucking wants to be. So if if he wants to wait for uh, Bryce and what's the other one, Boog? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could he could definitely do that. Um, and you said Bryce is the best one out of all of them, right? Or gonna be? You think? I think so. Yeah. Damn. I, it's 
that's going to be sick. If he if it ends up like a ball situation where the, the younger one always prevails, I just I, I, <laughs> nothing better. Um, but yeah, that's that's playoffs. That's Braun. Um, let's get into some. Oh, UFC. Oof. Did you guys? I, I'm assuming you watched the card this weekend. Um, first thoughts on on one. I want to get into Diego Lopez first. What what are your guys' thoughts on him? The Fallout Boy coming in submission heavy. I thought he won the fight. Um, I I thought he did more the first and the third round. But uh, what what did you guys think about him? Do you think he's someone we could see around for a long time, or do you think he's going to be a one and done uh type deal? I mean, it was short notice for both guys, right? Good, Kev. Okay. I mean, no, Dana was, like, talking to Lopez right after. Like, Fabiano was there, so he was getting translated. Fabiano. And stuff. And, yeah, man. He's, that's the OG guy who always does the Portuguese. But, uh, yeah, so Lopez is definitely sticking around. Um, but like you said, Jim, I didn't really know who kind of won the fight at the end. But that guy was pretty durable, pretty tough, was looking for submissions. Like, looked like a pretty exciting fight at a good time, you know, in a, on a pay-per-view opener. So, it's always funny how a pay-per-view opener always is usually a pretty good action fight. Sure. And as a fan, you get to see 15 minutes of good fighting. So I think he'll be back. But, yeah, it's a, a good spot to be in when you have a loss that doesn't do anything negative for you. So you still come out of it all right. You know you're getting a fight. You're probably getting another top 15 guy. Like, you're still right where you want to be, you know, despite the L. Yeah, that's a good point. And, Book, um, how I mean, a lot of guys make a lot of noise about short notice fights, but both guys are short taking fight on short notice, right? I mean, how yeah. much do you think that should play into the the guy who got brought in late? You know what I mean? Because I guess the one thing you could say is they didn't have a camp, but a lot of the times these guys nowadays are in in 24 four seven yeah. camps you know what i mean um so how much do you think that yeah. plays into uh the fight i guess definitely affects both guys um i mean it's tough for the guy coming in but they have that factor of like nothing to lose Ooh. but then the guy true the guy who's like been training i mean i think this time it was like kind of stylistic matchup kind of the same because bryce mitchell throws up some a lot of submissions but um yeah, I think when it comes to like that, even like like three days notice, week notice, even two weeks. I mean, uh, two weeks stretching it, but I think both guys should get a win and show like automatically. Like, oh, that's a good I mean, point. I mean, when it's when it's three days, I mean, especially, I mean, it's just like you're it's saving too the much. Show. You're I asking mean, too much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think like didn't like Bilal. I bet Bilal and Gilbert got paid a bunch, didn't they? Uh, I would assume. Um, did you see Gilbert's grandma? Uh, or I mean, uh, Bilal's grandma gave him like 20 bucks or something like that after the fight. And he was like, oh, there's my win bonus. Oh, no. Uh, Diego Lopes, they won fight of the night. So I don't know. I'm sure. Oh, wow. I'm sure Burns and what's his name? Uh, Bilal ended up getting paid, though. I Hard not to believe Dana wouldn't fucking rack those guys out, especially burns taken was like his third fight in like 90 days or something like that. Something crazy. Um, but yeah, um, that fight was sick. Lots of, lots of ground exchanges. That's what I was a fan of. Um, and those knee bars, we're starting to see the knee bars a lot more like 
And I feel like we're never going to see like a leg snap from them, but they just look so dirty. Like the legs like fully bowed in. Ugh. Um, not a That's fan. Tough. Yeah. Um, and then the next fight we saw was Crone Gracie. Holy hell. I mean, no one took the sport of jujitsu back 20 years more than Crone Gracie. And I mean that in the best and worst possible ways. Like, I had people talking shit to me at work saying, oh, that's like jujitsu will never work. And I'm like, my guy, like you don't, one, you don't get it. Uh, that guy's a killer. Um, and two, let's, let's see if it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Let's, let's put it to the test. But uh, it just looked like, like they were saying on the broadcast, looked like something straight out of the early thousands. It was a singular style fight. He was butt scooting. Um, Kev, do you, do you think we see any guys that use just a singular style of fighting winning fights anymore, or is it really going to have to mix mix the arts, um, hence the mixed martial arts? Uh, you can be super dominant in one thing, but it can't be jujitsu. You'd have to have it as a wrestler, or you need to have incredible knockout power with like size and you know maybe the ability to move, but. If you're just like a straight jits guy, like fight always starts on the feet. You know, you got to get the guy down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But unless it's wrestling, like if you can get the guy to the ground, then from there you can get the submissions going. But I mean, the wrestler, I think, is really the one dominant. Like, I mean, you just saw it with Habib, you know, I mean, that was really his right. highlighted thing. Really wasn't too strong at a whole lot of other aspects, maybe that are just like the core, maybe like he dropped boxing, Connor. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, you never know. But uh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, I would say it's wrestling, not not jizz at least. Yeah. I it'd be the I, one thing. Because it dictates where the fight takes place. I mean, we saw that with Crone. He was trying to pull guard and just couldn't couldn't successfully do it. He did it twice, but it just uh wasn't an advantageous position when uh when he got got there. Um Book, what do you what do you think about that? Do you think we see, I mean, I, I don't want to say the one style because I think Kev kind of answered that, but um, do you think it has yeah, to be I, like I a... I concur with Kev. Yeah, like a wrestling or like a, like a stand-up um, that that you'd have to pick one of the two. What what stand-up do you think works best if you'd have to choose one, I guess? Southpaw from Dublin, Ireland, baby. Crumlin. <laughs> but uh, no, um, yeah, I think... Like like Kev was saying, kind of you know, you can't really rely on just jujitsu. Like you look at guys like Nate and uh, Charles, like the way they fight, you know, they've developed really good striking, mm-hmm. and um, they have that jujitsu base to when it goes to the ground, like with those wrestlers, with those other guys. So that's kind of like what they fall back on. It's not what they lean on. Um, so yeah, that's what like you gotta have good striking because, like I said. Oh, it starts on the feet. Um, but yeah, if you're an inbred from Russell, Russia, you rush, rush in and throw your fucking nasty hairline everywhere. So, yeah. God. Hey, speaking yeah. of, uh, I not nasty Russians, but Russians, did you see, uh, old Hasbula got, uh, got detained for, uh, I guess they were speeding the car around. I, I forget where they said in Russia, but classic. 
Yeah, it's so good. Hasbula, the uh, the villain arc is almost complete. He got caught smacking the cat. He's getting arrested. Here we go. Love to see the trouble that man gets in. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I I don't know how I feel about the the jujitsu ones hard. Cause it's like like you guys said, it's not dictating. I feel like a lot of guys need to use it more to like create a scramble to get up. You know what I mean? I feel like we've seen that a lot more out of guys now. Um, even dominant jujitsu guys, like you're saying are, are using it more to create distance and then get back to the feet and, uh, proceed from there. Um, and then the next fight I wanted to talk about was, uh, Bilal versus, uh, God damn, uh, Gilbert, uh, book. Who do you think Bilal fights next? Do you think the Colby fight is the, the go-to. Oh shit! You said Bilal, Gilbert, put me to bed. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. Like Colby said, Bilal's got it. You gotta fight someone else. I mean, sorry, bro. You can't finish a guy who's got one shoulder. I mean, you're this freaking specimen on the ground with. You're training with Khabib. The, the goat or whatever as some say so you couldn't take gilbert down and and submit or cause some more damage i mean but yeah i mean if they want to give it give him the winner of leon um colby i mean i feel like it's like it'll be his fight if like nothing big happens you know what i mean right like if like say nate wants to come back and fight leon after the the jake fight now they probably give it to nate over Bilal muhammad i mean just common sense if connor wants it they'd give it to connor over Bilal. so it's like that's all true if nothing um, if nothing happens they'll probably give it to him but yeah yeah i and like you said i kind of see something happening before that he's just unfortunately he's not a draw he he tries so hard to be on on social media Press and conference stuff. Was so cringe and oh god yeah it's like that that whole card was full of cringe where, I mean, you had Cejudo, but he, he leans into it. You got to, I, I like when he does it. Aljamain yeah. Sterling calling it his story after he won capitalizing H I S. I'm like, dude, that's worse than anything. Did so you see him do that? You'll done. do nothing. So I did. Oh my God. He did. It was horrible. Yeah. He said that to someone in the crowd and it was horrible. <laughs> he like started in Connor's accent, and then he like faded away out of it. He it probably like, realized bad. halfway through that, that fuck, bad. this is gonna be everywhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but at the same time, it's like Connor laid the. You know, what I mean, it's like I, I feel like people uh, they try to emulate his style so much to the point where they just like they forget to to be themselves. I mean, we've seen it so many fucking times. The I mean, Usman's the worst. Calling it the green panning. I mean, say what you want. He just changed up <laughs> one adjective and and everything Ridiculous. he did and thought it was his own. Um, pretty fucking good. Um, but Kev, what what do you think happens from here? What is uh, what happens with uh, Gilbert? I mean, obviously he's gonna have to take some time off for his shoulder. Um, but would you like to see him get another top guy, or do you think they give him someone? And not an easy fight. I mean, there's no easy fight, but a guy lower than him to kind of beat the shit out of and get back on the winning ways. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be of a, a lower-ranked guy um, trying to come up. Um, tough if that lower-ranked guy is Shavkat. That might be a little bit of a stretch. He's, I think, like six or seven. Um, but Shavkat might be where Usman goes next, I think, as well, um, which could screw Bilal if that gets scheduled <laughs> some point. Yeah. Um, I'm, I I was honestly with both, dude. I was sitting on the couch and I was snoozing in the fourth and fifth. Bilal Gilbert, I was pissed. Like, it, I mean, it was not that great of a fight. I mean, Bilal had an injury, I think, as well. But yeah, Gilbert had a visible one shoulder. I don't know. I was sitting there and I'm like, damn, this this kind of under delivered a little bit. Wasn't a bad fight, but just wasn't. Could what have I was been so much for. more. Yeah. Yeah, like as an over the top potential fight of the year, something like a top ten or at least. But this. This doesn't even crack Snooze second year, man. I know, man. It doesn't even crack second <laughs> tier. But I mean, before I'm, I was gonna say, shout out first Charles Jordan. I had him from the get go. I knew Chrome was gonna get fucking oh, yeah. smashed. Yeah, um, Charles, uh, yeah, and sick nickname Air Jordan. I, mean, I know, so, so sick. I, I don't know yeah. how I uh, didn't bring him up in that whole Chrome <laughs> talk, but but for Gilbert, I'm not too sure. Um, you know, Sean Brady would be a good idea. Lost to Bilal. Gilbert also lost to Bilal. Little MMA math. Let's see what happens. He's fighting your boy. Who's that? Jack Della. Oh, shit. Oh, Sean Brady is. You're right. Your huh? boy, Boog. I know. Well, I mean, he, he I, got That's, that's got, definitely yeah. for the right <laughs> Yeah. I, I know. I need to do more work on Della, but he's a dog. I know. It's... uh. If he runs through Brady, then I think you'll make me a believer. You'll uh, you'll flip me on him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's off the board. So yeah, Gilbert rest up, and we'll see how the board plays out. I think is kind of where he's at. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, not obviously. It honestly might not be off the board. Shit, he wins that fight. Gilbert takes a little bit of time off. That might add up uh, perfectly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting between those guys. Like you guys said, kind of. Uh, I don't want to say a snoozer because uh, I hate hate bagging on him, but I, I mean Blah was burying some body kicks, but like that's that's about as exciting as the fight got. Um, and those things were fucking loud as shit. A couple yeah. of them were nasty, but Burns ate them like it was fucking nothing. Um, but yeah, like you said, and I don't know what was up with his foot coming into that fight, but it looked severely compromised. But once he got into the cage, he was switching stances, just kind of letting him have it. Um, I, I I would like to see uh, Colby versus uh, <laughs> Bilal. I think that I think Colby could make that into uh, a hell of a promo. You know what I mean? For for better or worse, but I I think he could sell the shit out of that fight. Bilal would be horrible uh, with the comebacks, but he might land in somewhere in that triple C. Uh, area where the cringe starts starts to work for him um but like tony said you'll never be the sunglasses guy uh <laughs> never be Amazing. the sunglasses guy uh tony ferg shout out one more time god damn get, get, so i would keep him on the goddamn wall baby <laughs> every time i look over your shoulder i'm like god that's the angel i want on my shoulder <laughs> um, <laughs> just a ledge 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 um all right let's get into the championship uh bout though the, the final of the night uh triple c versus aljo 
first, how did you guys score it? Did you see it going the way the judges had it? Did you have Cejudo win in? Um, I, Boog, what did, what did you think? Yeah, I had 48-47 Cejudo. I mean, you look at the scorecards. I mean, everyone's saying the most clear round was round number five, and that one judge had it for Sterling. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's the other way around. Henry Cejudo is your bat, bandwidth champ. I mean, if you go back and look, Aljo went round one, Henry round two, Henry round three, Aljo round four. I mean, yeah, that's how I had it through four too. But oh, I mean, did? that's just yep, that's the same. That's the way it goes. But Aljo said he would love to do it again. Cejudo says he's not done. I don't know about the Marab fight. I saw. You know, I, I don't really like Brent Okamoto, but I mean, he said Holloway. I kind of like that. But Cejudo did have a trouble with the range. Yeah, I think um, so too. But he would, I think, being heavier. I think he's having trouble getting down to where he was at. You know what I mean? Like, like he kept referencing, like, oh, I've been eating too much pie, like that sort of shit. Like, obviously, he got down there, but I think he had to work a lot more than he thought he was going to, to, to get down there. Um, but the the Marab fight, shoot, I would like to see Marab fight Triple C. That fight would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, dangerous for Triple C. Say it again. Dangerous for Henry. Oh, yeah, exactly. Very dangerous. But I feel like it's way more his style of fighting, right? It would be way more stylistically um, in his advantage, I guess, and body type-wise. Um, it's crazy. But, uh, Kev, so you said you scored it same way as Boog. You had it 2-2 going into the fifth with, obviously, Cejudo winning the fifth round. Um I honestly, I thought I, I had it the other way. I had Aljo coming in three, one into the fifth. I thought he did more damage overall. That's the only reason I gave it to him, but uh, I haven't watched it back yet. Um, that's the only thing. What did you guys think of Aljo's head movement on the ground with his hands planted? I mean, did you think, uh, I guess that's a bad way of phrasing it. Do you think knees on the ground should be legal? I know we've talked about it before, but we saw it so many times in that fight where Henry had the front front headlock and he could have just killed the guy. I mean, it's it's crazy that that's not uh, legal in the UFC. But do you guys think it should be, or do you think the rules... I mean, we've had this conversation so many fucking times. Um, but do you think the rules should be the, the same, or do you think it should go to that 1FC style? Uh, Kev? I was going to say, it is... As a fan, I, I'm about it. I would love knees on ground. Yeah. I mean, those are opportunities. I mean, if you can punch on... The, I mean, maybe you have to you know, kind of like no 12-6 elbow. Right. Like, you can't do that. Like, maybe there has to be, like, some style maybe like of knee that you can't do. chicken wing knees or something like that. That would be yeah, even effective. Yeah, yeah, something Yeah, something like that, you know. So there's, like, a regulation, so it's maybe not just completely free. Right. Um, like, it would be on the feet. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I like the one style where you can. I mean, it changes everything um, in terms of just open strikes when a guy's obviously on the ground, but um, for the UFC's sake, I would say probably not just because they've done it for 30 plus without it. They're just going to, yeah. And the sanctioning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's one more thing that they'd have to pass through sanctioning bodies and it would just be a fucking mess. Um, But I don't know. I was like uh, almost confused. Henry never really looked like he was going to trance, try and transfer to the back and uh, like never try like get around Aljo's hips. And it's, 
I don't know if it's because he was training with Demetrius and like, and one, you know what I mean? And one, they can do that. And I wonder if like he was just training that front headlock with DJ the whole time. I mean, he just fought recently too. And uh, DJ was like throwing those like training and like Henry just held them there. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with both of those guys. Obviously, we know Aljo um, is going to be fighting Sugar Sean next. Book, what did you think of them bringing Sugar Sean to the cage? Kind of reminiscent of the old UFC days. Thought we were going to see a brawl there for a second. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Um, like uh, like Dana was saying, or like Errol was saying, I mean, he was next. I mean, he was kind of the clear clear-cut contender. Both guys said he was next. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, man, he was there cage side. I liked what he said. I liked how he handled himself. Um, it was Better funny be how, like, cut weight thing. soon. Huh? He said, you better be ready to cut weight soon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he was right. He's like, you better not come like that because I'll fucking knock you out. But, uh, which I hope. But, um, yeah. I mean, you gave it to Marab. Marab, what he did was funny. But, uh, <laughs> then, like, of course, there's a little scrum after. And, yeah. of course, Dana's like, made a mistake, made a mistake. But, he did. Yeah, not. I like the whole, did. I like the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. That was very yeah, calculated by Dana. Um, he knows. Yeah, exactly. He, he knows. Uh, and then, Kevo, what did you think about that? You think that they would have done that had they not partnered with the UFC? Do you, or, I mean, with the WWE? Um, or had Endeavor not bought the WWE? Do you think that had any impact on them bringing them in? Or do you think it was just, it was going to happen regardless? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that maybe had anything to do with it. I think if that starts a trend, like if we start seeing it more, right, that could maybe start being a link. But um, I didn't think it really had anything to do with that. But uh, I don't know. Could be a fun matchup. Um, it sounds like you guys are both Shug. I'm gonna be repping the East Coast in that one. Uh, I'm going with Aljo. Dude, you're such a uh, piece of shit. I think it's a great like, matchup oh, for Aljo. Connection to Kev. Sorry, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be riding with New York in that fight. Um, I feel that that's gonna be a tough fight, uh, both ways. I mean, the size difference stood out immediately. Like it was like almost the same difference between Aljo and Cejudo as it was between Sugar Sean and Aljo. So that stood out right away. Um, but I yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, Book, do you have Sugar in that fight? Are you rocking with Aljo? I mean. I know it's a way probably too early Shug. predictor. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be with Shug. He, my dude. Who knows who? Who do you think Connor will be with? Connor was was big Aljo, but wow. he's also big Shug. That's tough. I think he goes. I think he goes Shug on this one only because I think he sees a lot of himself. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Flagrant Two podcast with Andrew Schulz. Uh, Sugar Sean was just on this past week and he said that like he gave a lot of props to Connor, but he was talking about like when I was like 12, 13 years old, like I thought I was going to be what Connor McGregor was like. I had it in my head. That's what I was going to do. Like everything he did, like that was everything. And so they were like, Oh, like Connor McGregor stole your whole. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. He's like, I love Connor. He's like, but that was exactly what I had in my mind. So I think that eventually gets around to Connor, and you know he sucks off anyone who uh, gives him the praise. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Definitely. it'll it'll go Shug's way. But that shit was so funny right after the fight, just posting the video of Sahu- or to Cejudo. And if you're Cejudo, are you looking at your phone right after the fight? I mean, what the fuck? That that'd be the last thing I would do. Um, 
he was like, got in the locker room and was you see that video. Yeah, I'm like, what? Did you hear that terrorist in the background? Hear what? The terrorist in the background. Give me my phone. <laughs> oh my god, is that Ali? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I will not comment further. Um, Mike Russell. I mean, if that guy ever ever releases the documentary, I, I'll be amazed. But he's been saying it for five years on Twitter, so we'll we'll see when it happens. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that or that card. Um, what did you guys think? Where do the bantamweights go from here? Do you think that uh, outcome of that fight shakes it up more than the other way? I feel like um, Cejudo losing kind of shakes up the bantamweight a bunch like like we were talking about we don't really know where he goes from here um but it kind of opens the door for a lot of other guys um sugar wins marab gets his title shot you know what i mean it just kind of i feel like makes a lot of sense um but yeah uh next thing i want to talk about oh zuckerberg and jujitsu did you guys see him uh any videos of him competing this weekend this past weekend just I a, just knew he won medals. I didn't. I didn't yeah, see the film. Videos, a dog. Just... He had this one guy in a camera, and he fucking ripped it. I was like, "Oh, let's go, Mark." Um, oh. But then I saw another one where uh, it was in the gi. He so the it works on points, right? You get points for different things, uh, sweeps, getting guys to their back, other like things like that. Um, but so he lost on points, and the refs fucking deciding. Uh, like who won, like he's raising the hands and he raises the opponent's hand and like Zuckerberg, like kind of like slaps his hand out of the ref's wow. hand and he like gets mad. And he was like, like I, from what I read, I guess they, the guy like agreed to do like another match with them. He's like, no, like I don't, I don't want to win on points. I think, I think it was the championship match. Um, and so they had another match. He ended up losing, but pretty fucking funny. If you're fighting Zuck Boog, or if you're wrestling jujitsu, uh, with Zuck, are you letting him win? Or are you trying to, to beat the shit out of him? You had to go for the win. Really? I mean, that's, that's a legendary win. Brings you back to, D backs versus that Petaluma Little League team. They uh they Who'd they, they played up and, and we played them. Sent them hat packing in the semis. I mean, hey, if you come up to the big boys, it's like Hamzat coming up to follow, <laughs> honey. Different back of lunch, brother. <laughs> it's gonna be a long day. Um yeah, I feel like Kev, what are you doing? Are you are you going for the win? Or are you uh whispering in his ear, Hey, I'll, I'll give you this win. You slide me uh slide me a G, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no chance. It's you or him. It's jujitsu, it's combat. I'm trying to fuck you up, man. No chance. I don't care if it's Zuck. You're trying he's probably he's trying to you see the key to just pull a temper tantrum. That guy's trying to kick your ass. Yeah, no, for it's, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So yeah, you gotta go in there. At least for me, I would go in with that same mindset. I'm going to try and beat him. Yeah. No, you definitely got it. I would try so hard to get to his neck. God damn. I would be <laughs> anything trying to choke that guy. Yeah. I, I mean, like you said, Book, that's a legendary W on your record. Um, especially if you have a tapology page. I would make a tapology page just so I could throw Zuckerberg up on my <laughs> win-loss record. Um, <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, yeah. There's a... Uh, a lot of guys, a lot of celebrities getting into the combat sports and it's just, I don't know if it's making jujitsu cool or not, but, uh, it's 
it's good to get people into it, I guess. There's a bunch of new people joining the gyms right now, and I wonder if old Zuck has anything to do with it. Um, but yeah. Um, last thing I want to talk about is old Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Did you guys watch that press conference? Awkward from start to finish. Like, incredible. Um, Ariel was the only thing that saved that, honestly. I, I don't know how he does it, but he seems to just roll with the punches better than any of them. Go for it, Boog. I didn't get to see much of it. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, how, what, did, what did you think of Ariel as a promoter, Boog? Or if that's what you want to call mean, it. He's just the, the best of the biz. I mean, you, you, when you want the best, you call the best. But, yeah, no fans in the crowd was tough. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think Nate was kind of too um, complimentary. It was um, weird at the start. They were both just kind yeah. of jerking each other, and then, yeah, yeah. then it got weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was overall. Overall, it was good. Had some funny moments, obviously. And then yeah, the face off. I mean, fucking, I don't know. Jake Paul's doing fucking slapping him and touching him, like fucking keep your hands yourself, bro. You need to slap, but um, yeah, yeah. And then like Nate getting up to go piss in the middle of the press conference just to come back for for the face-off. Like, Classic him. Exactly. Just doing his own thing completely. It was so odd. Um, but what did you think of the reporter? Uh, Kev, did you hear the reporter that asked Nate the question? I think I wrote it down. Oh, shit. He pretty much... Was he, it was, I think it was a reporter. It was one of Jake's boys, but he was yeah, yeah. a reporter. Uh he works for like better something. I, I I think is that an actual thing or was he just it's saying a, it's that B E T E B E T R like betting that's company. What, that's what it is. Okay, so I knew I, I knew he was one of Jake's boys, but I didn't know to what extent. But Kev, this guy pretty much goes, Hey, Jake Paul, uh what are I, I'm a amateur boxer myself, blah blah blah. I was trying to get on this undercard, uh what are the odds I can fight your brother Nick? Because if he's anything like you, I bet I could beat his fucking ass. And like <laughs> Nate just stands there and he's like, like what? Like <laughs> he's like, what's your name? <laughs> and then he like, <laughs> like pretty much told me he needs his ass beat. I mean, which I don't know what I'm trying to ask here. I guess what I'm trying to ask is, should Nate get in trouble if he smacks that guy in the face inside that arena? Um, after he says something like that, <laughs> I mean, you gotta probably keep it together and not. I mean, also if we've got something brewing in New Orleans, we don't yeah, want to have something saying. brewing over that's here true. too. Um, you know, so I mean, shit. Nate knows that guy would get smacked by anyone in his crew, so it's just like keep that's your eyes on the prize, man. You got big money coming up. Just keep it pushing. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I, I would love, I, I think everyone should get one free smack a year. You, you get to go down to the police station with someone and say, Hey, this is, this is who I want. And it is happening right now. Um, I feel like Nate would maybe have hit his quota already for that, but, uh, yeah, it's just, some people need to get a fucking fresh one. God damn. It's so bad. Um, and that early predictors book, who do you have one in that one? And Nate pieced him up. <sighs> nice. I like it. Kev? Probably probably slow start, but yeah, pieced him up by, by the end. Just eating him up. Yeah, alive. I'm roll, rolling with Nate as well. Yeah. Let's go. Um, little bias. Just want Nate to win, but yeah, I'm, it's always Nate for me. 
Yeah. And uh, like you said, but I, I think he does just fucking bit by bit just eats away at him. Um, the scary thing is Jake's got the power, but I feel like Nate's been a hit harder with smaller gloves. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I got Nate as well. Praying for the love of God, he can put one uh, on his on his back for the MMA team because <laughs> no one else has been able to. So um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, thanks for being with us, y'all. And until next time, adios. Mm-hmm.